Welcome to Retro Fanfic Retrospective, the podcast where we dredge up old fanfiction out of the sea and expose it to the cold, harsh light of 2022. My name is Amato, he, him, and with me are... Tori, they, them. And from the depths of the sea, <laughs> Megadella, she, her. <laughs> nice. Also, we should expose it to the cold, harsh radiation of 2022. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's fair. If we want it to turn into a kaiju, like oh, Bella has. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just need a bigger mic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So what we've got before us today is a Godzilla fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Godzilla, the character with a name that definitely makes sense. And um, yeah, God, God oil makes sense. <laughs> well, <laughs> right. <laughs> but well, Go- Gogeta, right? Like, I mean... It's, yeah, a, it's a Godzilla. mix of God the, and, yeah. and whale. God, you know, God sounds so good in Godzilla's name. I don't know what I'm complaining about. <laughs> this like having this like huge monstrosity with God in its name is like, yes. Also, like Zilla just sounds lizardy. Like, yeah. yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe because I grew up with Godzilla. But... <laughs> now, you were mentioning having seen the old like 2000-ish American Godzilla movie when I you were had, young, Tori. Yes. Oh, no. And of course, the monster <laughs> from that was later named Zilla mm-hmm. and incorporated into mm-hmm. the kaiju, you know, pantheon. And of course, um, like in at least one other of the Godzilla movies, this fanfic makes a point of noting that Zilla was killed by Godzilla. Because <laughs> no one likes the American Godzilla named Zilla. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, I... I okay. Background with the Godzilla franchise, right? Mm-hmm. I've seen the original Gogeta. I've seen a couple other movies. Godzilla Returns, obviously Godzilla versus Megalon, um, in the MST3K format. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, and you know, random things here and there. I've seen some amount of Godzilla, but I feel like I didn't really appreciate Godzilla until I ran into a bunch of issues of this magazine called G Fan which is an American Godzilla fandom magazine that was at least active for some time. Mm. In You know the cool used bookstore in Portland? I don't mean Powell's. <laughs> I mean like that other one that's over like closer to the river. <laughs> Not the one you're thinking of, the cool one. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, sure. The hipster one. <laughs> yeah, that's not Powell's at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man, what's the name of it? They have so many magazines and stuff. Are they even still there? Okay, so the point is, <laughs> I didn't realize that there was that there was such a American kaiju fandom until running into that magazine in like high school or something. I was like, Mm. whoa, there's like a lot of like Godzilla and kaiju stuff out there and people like really watch it and like it. (laughs) And since then I've, even though I've never really gotten into the fandom, I've appreciated the fandom and that it exists a lot more. Hmm. Um, for me, I've seen a handful of Godzilla movies. I don't know which ones, (laughs) including the Matthew Broderick 2001, whatever. Um, I would, cause like I would catch them occasionally on TV when I was staying someplace that had cable, which wasn't often. And there was like a, a kid I kind of knew that enough to where I got invited to their sleepover birthday parties where <laughs> they would watch Godzilla movies. And that's like my only like exposure to that. So for me, Godzilla kind of occupied a space where it's like, that's like, where it seemed cool, but it was something other people did and I couldn't access it. Mm. <laughs> like for me, it had the same sort of space with like my cousin and their uh, transformer toys. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that was a cool thing. Oh, if only I could. <laughs> so I sort of mm. always had like um respect for the Godzilla fandom, I think. Yeah. Although since 
I being an adult and being able to look after these things myself, I find I have no interest. <laughs> have you seen the original movie? I haven't yet. No, it's good. I've heard it's good. Yeah. I mean, it's probably the only like, I mean, the, the reason it has such staying power is because it's like genuinely a well-made like science fiction suspense movie mm -hmm. with like special effects that were genuinely good for the time and like a plot that is reasonably thought out and executed. And so like, it's a good movie. And then the franchise goes so many places after that. <laughs> yeah. 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 That first, the 1954 movie is, is pretty solid. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I, I refreshed myself on the plot and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, there were so many good scenes and like the plot was really poignant and interesting and Godzilla is this representational force of nature. Um, and I haven't really seen any other Godzilla other than the 2000 movie, which, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I wanted to talk about Godzilla because we hadn't yet. And I turned up a fanfic. This is also off of TV Tropes um, fanfic rec site. Because I was looking for something shortish. And this was not super short. But I figured it was short enough that I could probably read it. What is it? Like 30,000 words. Um, and that was my main... Those are my main qualifications. It's like shortish and it has a recommendation, so I have some reason to think it might be good. What, what sort of recommendation was this? Um, this is recommended by a specific person on the TV Tropes fanfic rec site. Okay. Um, the story is called Godzilla vs. Jaggereth, recommended by Boken Dutch, written by... What's the author's name here? Um, I need to switch my tabs. Mm -mm. Written by Zilla91. Zilla with an H. And... Here's my first comment talking about the original Godzilla movie. I never realized until reading this story how suited to fan fiction the Godzilla franchise is, because the first thing that this author declares is that it is taking the first original Godzilla movie mm -hmm. and then making their own continuity. Yeah. And that's something the Godzilla franchise does all the time. There's <laughs> yeah. so many branches of Godzilla movies where it's like, okay, well, the original movie, obviously. Mm -hmm. And now we're doing a new continuity. Like, I, I have no idea how many Godzilla continuities there are that branch off from the first movie, but there's tons. And as soon as I started reading this fanfic, I was like, oh, yeah, geez, that's such a, that's such a fanfic-y thing for a franchise to do. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is our source text, and now we're going to do our own thing with it. But my other favorite thing about the the start of this is where they specified the parts of Godzilla they wanted. Right. <laughs> because there are so many different looks for Godzilla and interpretations and yeah. of size and stuff. They're like, yeah, in this story, he is 180 feet tall for the body. Think the GFW design, but more muscular and menacing. Spinal <laughs> plates are larger. Like, it just goes too, on. Because yeah. Godzilla gets redesigned over and exactly, over and over yeah. again, taking yeah. these cues from, like, different versions where it's like, Oh, well, this suit in the middle of the Heisei era was like, it was like this other <laughs> suit, but they changed these things about it. Yeah. It's just, mm -hmm. I never realized as a franchise how fanfic-y Godzilla <laughs> is. Yeah, I, I had several tabs open on the Godzilla wiki trying to find these specific parts that were mentioned. <laughs> right, so you can know what this Godzilla looks like. Because the author makes reference to at least three or four different designs that I they're think, combining together. I think any Godzilla fan worth their salt would know a lot of the Godzilla suit desi designs and mm -hmm. have strong opinions about them exactly, and about what yeah. parts of each of them are good <laughs> and what parts of each of them are not good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anyway, so Godzilla versus Jagrath, the elevator pitch grabbed me. I was like, that seems like a good idea. It's there's a homeless teenager who becomes like psychically bonded with Godzilla. 
And there's also like another kaiju that needs to be fought. Obviously, of course there is. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm picturing going into this fanfic, some exploration of like the alienness of Godzilla's psyche contrasted with like, you know, a human perspective <laughs> trying to engage with it. Right. That sounds like an interesting story. I'm I, I know. Like, <laughs> and so I was like, okay, good pitch. Like, I'm interested to see where this is going. Mm-hmm. It did not go where I was expecting it to go. <laughs> no. Uh... <laughs> Uh, uh, how would you describe the tone of this fanfic, Amato? <laughs> I would describe the tone of this fanfic as extremely monotone. Mm. Like, mm. and that's not quite what you were going for. Right. But one of the things about this fanfic is that it's got a kind of amateur writing where the author d- isn't modulating things in very um, noticeable ways. And yeah. so no matter what the scene is, the writing tone and register stays pretty similar it's like a person talking to another person is very similar to a person talking to godzilla mm-hmm. which is largely similar to godzilla fighting another kaiju right in terms of like the kind of emphasis and tone and mm-hmm. um and flow that the fanfic is having yeah that's some good critical analysis what, what i was trying to lead you into saying <laughs> <laughs> which i guess i'll i'll say it you'll have um, to say it yeah it's a very fanfiction.net fanfiction. It's so fanfiction. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's it a fanfiction.net fanfiction. I'm guessing written by someone not older than like 15. <laughs> yeah, there's a point where I feel like the author's age actually comes up. I don't remember. Well, that oh, says something about they live with their parents. That's what in one of yeah. their notes yeah, that yeah. they live with their parents. I mean, that they doesn't really specify an age, but I lived with my parents at the age of what, like 20. Um... Not that long ago. Yeah. Do you know what, oh, yeah. what what year this was published in? Oh, yes. We can check that. 2006, it, right? 2006. At least in fanfishing.net, that's what it says. I think at some point they say their username is Adzilla91. Um, yeah, Zilla91. Uh, that could be 15. That could be the yeah. year you were born. You're right. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you cracked the code. So, and there's a few things I'm going to want to say about the publishing date going on also. Mm-hmm. But... Go, going on what you were saying about it being a fanfiction.net fanfic. <laughs> We've talked about this repeatedly. Yes. We don't have to do it too long, but there's fanfics that are posted on fanfiction.net and there's fanfics that have the fanfiction.net culture oozing out of them. Yeah. And this is the mm-hmm. second one of those. Like I was saying, the oh, other yeah. ones, they felt more like live journal fanfic. Oh, yeah. And this is a fanfiction.net yeah. fanfic. I think most recently we're talking about it in, or I guess, you two, I think and, Captain Tar- Planet. You two and Tarn were talking about yeah. it in the Captain Planet fanfiction. And, the major thing about the fanfiction.net culture of fanfiction is at the start and probably end of every single chapter, <laughs> checking in with your readership mm-hmm. um, and kind of feeling out. It's like, I thought I would do this with this chapter. So this is what I'm going to do. And then you do it in the actual chapter. Yeah. And it's like, oh, people responded well to this other thing. We're going to like be doing this. Don't worry about this other plot thread. That'll be coming back later. <laughs> it's so conversational. Yeah. And in a way, it's very charming. Like, I can't dislike it because it's so earnest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They also do the please, please review thing. But what I thought was really funny is in the first chapter is like, please review. And the second one is like, review, no flames, please. And then it goes <laughs> like, please review, comment. I might even accept flames. <laughs> like, they just get no. thirstier and thirstier. <laughs> well, I also want to say I've seen thirstier for comment oh no no this author practically underplays it compared to some like fanfics i've read it's true and like we talked about before i know that makes it sound sort of negative but like this was just the culture like i i don't think it's a bad thing that they're 
I mean, it sounds like they're begging for reviews, but really they're just doing what everyone else was doing. Well, if we're talking about the time period that this happened, this is like where these people approaching fan fiction came from like the serious literary world. They probably read like uh, fantasy novels and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you don't engage with the, with the authors in, in that sense. But with this, with the new media, with the online, it, it was possible. And maybe not everybody thought of it. So it was, does, I'm not sure if it makes sense, but it does seem to lend itself towards encouraging interaction. Mm-hmm. By the way, while we're on the topic of the author notes and comments and that dialogue, mm-hmm. one of the things I just want to say that kind of made, I, I don't know, it amused me. The author throughout this whole fanfic seems to be under the impression that what we want is daikaiju action. Mm-hmm. And so oh, they're right. constantly apologetic about not delivering it or like not delivering it enough. They're like, don't worry, like Godzilla's going to be showing up or it's like, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm building to the fight. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Is that is that really what the fandom wanted? Or is that just what this author thought the fandom wanted out of a Godzilla fanfic? And I mean, it's an interesting question because it's true. If I'm going to a Godzilla movie, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm kind of there for the kaiju action. <laughs> I'm kind of like, okay, what's the human characters we have to deal with? Is this plot any good? When is Godzilla going to like wrestle a, you know, <laughs> a giant iguana? Maybe maybe Godzilla's a giant iguana in I'm, this I'm, scenario. I'm, I'm weird, but I, I appreciate the slow buildup before that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's the thing is that like, I, I kind of do too. In, in some of the best Godzilla movies, I mean, the original Godzilla movie, it's all buildup. Mm-hmm. It's good mm-hmm. buildup. And so you kind of enjoy it and you enjoy the suspense. And I remember in the more, like, not the newest Western Godzilla movie, but the one before that that started the new Western Godzilla movies. The, I don't know what these movies are called. The I Brian Cranston one? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's like, it took a long time building to the kaiju, too. Yeah. But it had good, satisfying kaiju action at the end, and you were like, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, and, like, furthermore, in this story, I found the parts with the humans more interesting, but the author is... <laughs> constantly apologizing that there yeah there's no kaiju fights in this and it's a different media too so like when you read the fights you're just like oh man this is back and forth and back and forth yeah right i mean you don't get uh, the visual like and weighty presence of a kaiju fight in a movie and so it feels less important i think this is an interesting intersection between um fanfiction.net culture and godzilla fan culture plot (laughs) godzilla plot yeah yeah because godzilla plotting is always not not always it, it can be, you know, lots of build-up, big monster action. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to fanfiction.net and you click on a fanfiction and the character and the title doesn't show up in, like, chapter two or three, then you, mm. there are people that would drop off. I see what you mean. The title of the fanfic is Godzilla versus Jagareth. So mm-hmm. one can certainly imagine going in being like, when is Godzilla going to fight this thing? And considering that, that they're talking to their audience in each chapter update. Right. That... These people are are sub, like waiting for each chapter to, to be released. They're not just reading it all at once, yeah. not, like not enjoying it as a movie. So to be fair, Godzilla and Jagareth. I my phone kept That's saying Jagareth, but oh, yeah. maybe they were thinking of Jaeger, the uh, how, how reader. You, I mean, I like that. that alcohol. Work. Wait. Like, yeah. No, I think that's why my phone well, was it's reading it that way. for Hunter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, actually. <laughs> but, they well, fight that'd be, a lot. That'd be a cooler name than Jagareth, actually, if it's supposed to be like Germanic in origin. I know, I kind of yeah. liked it better. I, 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 I can see uh, a Japanese <laughs> franchise doing that. Yeah. yeah. Jagareth. Yeah. Either way, they have, it takes a while, sure. And I understand why the author's reassuring at the beginning that eventually they will fight. 
but like then they fight a bunch of times on and off and every chapter where they're not fighting the author's like i apologize there was no kaiju action i'm like look we know at this point that there's gonna be kaiju action because it's already happened we we got some yeah do we really have to talk about the plot exactly i think we need to talk about the plot in very broad strokes Mm -hmm. i think to pull back the curtain we do have a time you know issue at play (laughs) where we're not going to be making a super long episode anyway but let's let's talk about it broadly speaking we've got a main character her name is miki and she's like a hard times living on the streets type character yeah i mean in theory (laughs) Mm -hmm. she seems very very committed to school attendance for a hard times living on the street type person but like yeah you know um and so like there's there's a thing early on where like her her brother who's the one who's been looking out after her he dies no cousin no cousin excuse me cousin of course um yeah sort of (laughs) Also, stepbrother, as they reveal the last paragraph of the fan fiction. Okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, he dies really early on in, like, a tragic, senseless drug overdose-related sort of way. And she's, after that, she's on her own. But the human drama that you might expect to come from that is largely absent. Mm-hmm. More importantly, she's psychic. Um, <laughs> she's a strong telepath. She has an early on, like losing control for powers, accidentally killing some people she was angry with who were assholes um, early on. But then the, the more importantly, she becomes psychically bonded to Godzilla who reawakens for reasons that I don't quite recall. Um, and then a fair amount of the fanfic is Godzilla Miki buddy stuff <laughs> where basically through... Through psychic connection with a human, Godzilla learns that humans are not all bad. He does not need to kill them so much. Even though that doesn't really make sense. <laughs> Even for Godzilla for this fanfic. It yeah. doesn't really make sense. Yeah. But that's what happens. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's this other kaiju that's, you know, someone dug too greedily and too deep or whatever. And like they unearthed the kaiju. Named, buried in Mount Fuji. Buried in Mount Fuji. <laughs> Yeah. Um, there's like other mountains in Japan too, but you know, <laughs> they were digging and mining in Mount Fuji. I yeah, guess. like like happens all the time. At yeah, Mount Fuji. well, no, it happens all, all the time in like different franchises too. In like a uh, sci-fi anime one, they, there's like a ore that they they were mining from the base of Mount Fuji, like Sakura, right, or something. Layla to the revolution. Yes. Um, Jagareth is unearthed, and it 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 wants to destroy all life on the planet for reasons. And um, it's it's kind of like a one of these flying kaiju that you see sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Like Rodan. R- 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 how do you? I don't know how you say it in English. I mean, whatever. we don't Rodan. see it, but you know, right. <laughs> they see it in this. It's spiky. It's <laughs> flying. It's also psychic. One of the early things it does is go like try to kill telepaths, even though Miki or someone being a telepath is not directly what defeats it in the end, anyway. So no. I don't know. That didn't seem quite necessary. There was this whole thing where Jagareth was like contacted one of the telepathic pilots and was like, "You're not the one," implying that Mickey is the one. But she doesn't defeat it psychically she, in the end. No, so, yeah, no, that doesn't happen. It literally doesn't. Ma- her only thing that matters is her bond with Godzilla. Okay. So yeah, they they have psychic fight. They have kaiju fight. Godzilla wins. The through Godzilla was the friendship we made along the way. <laughs> well, meanwhile, we've also got the um, some characters from, I believe, Godzilla Final Wars in G-Force, which is like a anti-kaiju task force who can accomplish not a whole lot most of the time mm-hmm. because they're fighting kaiju. Yeah, they're, but, they're the part in the movie to show you that things are getting serious where, where <laughs> their stuff doesn't work or gets destroyed. 
right putting a face on those little planes flying by like yeah trying yeah. to accomplish something and they they throughout have some skirmishes with godzilla have some skirmishes with jaggereth but like you know in the climax their role is going to be like overseeing the evacuation of tokyo which apparently the evacuation of the entire tokyo like you know metropolitan area can be accomplished like that'd be imagine <laughs> i mean they do say they they drill for it a lot they live in a kaiju world i guess well, I, yeah. well it's been this is a uh their continuity is based off the 1954 movie right well then i mean it's it branches off from that but then implicitly they draw in a whole bunch of stuff because yeah. early on they they mention oh yeah godzilla has fought and killed like these 10 other kaiju and also fought these other kaiju who have yeah. not been killed so like in this universe godzilla's have been showing up since 1954 right. so that so like for our generation we we would have grown up doing godzilla drills oh no yeah oh no, yeah I, I buy completely <laughs> that they train for this all the time yeah the fact that it can actually be accomplished as smoothly as it is still doesn't seem quite right but, yeah you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know that part's kind of complicated too though because like it seems like people are definitely still dying in the city when jaggerith gets there the first time uh, this other girl, Rebecca, an American girl who Mickey meets randomly on her Rebecca's first day at uh, school. Was, I, think I think she's British. British. Okay. She's essentially plot irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I don't really know why she's there except to well, be another person Mickey can talk she to. She can be someone for Mickey to talk to, and then through her, we can have her parents be endangered by the kaiju action. Yes. Because Mickey doesn't have any family to be endangered anymore. Okay. That's it. That, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. As a character, she has no other purpose. Oh, yeah, that's her main purpose. I was going to say that, like, yeah, it's clear that she almost died in her apartment building when Jaggerith first attacked. But um, that's the main thing is that at one point, Mickey, Godzilla and Mickey have been talking for a while. And Godzilla's finally like, I guess humans aren't all bad. And she convinces Godzilla to, like, take a hit from, I don't know. Jaggerith. Like, Jaggerith, one of, one of or, things. Yeah, in order to protect uh, the transport that's getting everyone out of Tokyo. Getting the entire population of Tokyo out of Tokyo, yes. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, yes. <laughs> uh, is it, are they, is it really the entire population is all being transported at the be. same time? Look, There's it's just a little no big. way. Well, one of the things about this fanfic is that it's very action-focused, and by that I mean, like, a thing that people do, and not a lot of, like, mm -hmm. uh, background or description, like... The city of Tokyo feels very empty because mostly what we have in it are the main characters. Yeah. <laughs> like that's and then I guess some other people. Hey, but maybe the population has been so greatly diminished oh, by God. the previous kaiju attacks that there's that, only like 20,000 people. I was, I was thinking about that. I was trying to headcanon it. Like that in this continuity, sense. nobody lives in Tokyo. Right. <laughs> right. That's why there's oh, so many. And they wouldn't want to live there. Yeah. yeah. That, that's why there's so many abandoned buildings for the main character to squat in. Jeez. Oh, they do mention that. They, they do all mention together that. <laughs> you know buildings. what? That yeah. might actually have been the author's intent within abandoned buildings. I don't know. Well, they did but, say that. They they actually, yeah, I think, yeah. explicitly said that. Yeah. No, nobody messes with the abandoned building. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. Okay. No, I, actually, <laughs> that world building is actually a little bit more cohesive than I thought, actually. If, if that's what it is. If that was intentional. <laughs> okay. But, like, you really can't. I think it was, but I don't think you can narrow down what is the current population of Tokyo down to like what I think would be a small enough number. Manageable, to like, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're being evacuated not just through the ship, but different ways, but yeah. Anyway, let's not dwell <laughs> on that. Okay. Here's what I want to dwell on. The problem with this fanfic, if I may be so bold as to suggest there is a problem with the fanfic, it's that, remember that elevator pitch of like a human 
like bonding with this like alien kaiju mind and trying to like reach some sort of communication. Mm -hmm. That sounds good. In practice, Godzilla is the most human ass sounding Godzilla I could possibly, <laughs> possibly imagine. So human. And he like flips really easily to like wanting to protect humans. Like, in fact, I think even though he at first like to Mickey says like, oh, yeah, we have to get together so I can stop Jagrith or Jagrith from destroying the world. I don't really want to. Like pretty soon he's showing affection for her. Right. Like maybe the next time they even speak. This is. And he's being like, he'll do things like say like, shut up. Right. When he doesn't want to hear something, you're just like, <laughs> he says that all the time. Shut up. <laughs> here's here's like, I just opened to a random chapter. This is chapter 17. Here is a snatch of Mickey Godzilla psychic dialogue. <clears throat> Mickey sighed. Godzilla, any suggestions? And by this, they, you know, they've been around together. They, they, they know each other. Whatever, but mm -hmm. Godzilla says, just one. Tell her. Tell her I'm psychic. Are you crazy? Probably. Sure as hell I wouldn't be talking to you if I were sane. They have banter. Godzilla banter. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine Godzilla bantering. I just... I actually think yeah. it's pretty funny, honestly. <laughs> I kind of love it. Well, like, this Godzilla is like a whiny Hot Topic team. <laughs> I know, and I love it. <laughs> Look, it's not, it's not like Godzilla has not been incredibly undignified in some Godzilla films. Like, I mean, in some of the... I was talking about Godzilla versus Megalon. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the movie where, like, Godzilla in teaming up with Jet Jaguar. He, like, backs up. He does a kind of, like, okay, hold him right there sort of motion. Yeah. And then he, like, runs and does, like, a, a jumping, like, kick where he's, like, somehow <laughs> moving on his tail in ways that yeah. defy any sort of physics. And then he back up, backs up and they do the same footage again. Um. <laughs> anyway, Godzilla has been... There have been Godzillas that are impossible to take seriously. Mm -hmm. This is one of them. That is, that is my point of contention. I cannot take <laughs> mm -hmm. this Godzilla seriously. Yeah. There's also this whole thing where, like, Godzilla wants to enlist Mickey's help in protecting the planet. And I'm like, okay. Like, I'm not sure how she's going to do that. But also, like, he's like, you scratch, I'll scratch your back and you scratch mine, implying that, like, he's going to prevent her from, like, dying from her telepathy or something. I don't even remember what it was. But it's like, does isn't it in her best interest to not have the planet be destroyed? <laughs> well, well, I think... That's the other issue with Godzilla that I have here is that his arc doesn't work. Yeah. From square one, Godzilla in this fanfic, as soon as he can communicate with Mickey, is saying like, look, I don't like killing a bunch of humans, but look, I fight the kaiju that are threatening the world. And every once in a while, I go kill a bunch of humans to try to convince humans to stop damaging the world for the sake of the rest of the life on the world. This is Godzilla's mission statement. What the fact that it is conveyed in plain human language bothers me, <laughs> but I can accept that it's it's mm -hmm. it's making extremely explicit and clear in Godzilla's own mind the more metaphorical role of the original Godzilla, you know, like in the movie, whatever. That's okay-ish. But by the end of the fanfic, he's like, you know, communicating with you, like Mickey, has shown me that human life has value, and maybe I don't have to keep killing humans. And I'm like, wait, you didn't want like what you said was you yeah. didn't want to be killing humans in the first place <laughs> is that they're damaging the world you liking mickey is not stopping humans from damaging the world in the slightest so were you lying like, they just killed humans because you don't like them right <laughs> like if if he killed humans because he hates humans and he learns to like humans that at least makes sense mm -hmm. but this progression so, doesn't make sense there's a lot of things in this plot that don't make sense mm -hmm. and one of my notes i just wrote tropes and it's because the author is throwing 
tropes like noodles at a wall and seeing if they stick. Mm-hmm. And yeah. not all of them mesh together. One of these tropes is, you know, Miki being an orphan and then, mm-hmm. you know, killing the people who let her brother die or her, sorry, her cousin die. Um, Brethren. Yeah. One of these is at the very end, it's revealed that Mickey also killed her abusive father. Very Janie's got a gun style. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. This is a psychic story trope also. It's it like, is. Yeah. You know, just like, oh, it turns out you have this power and you use it in moments of passion and then it's traumatizing. Like, that's a very, yeah. but it's not, it doesn't tie into other stuff. No. They, don't, they don't explore that story. Things really. don't, they're tropes, but they don't tie together. And I think it's the same thing with the Godzilla stuff, right? It's like, one of the tropes is Godzilla learns to love humans, you know, and the other, I don't know what the other trope is, but you know what I mean? They're throwing them all together. Right. Yeah. In a blender. And so, sorry if I got too impassioned there, because like, <laughs> I, I like the, I like the pitch. I like the potential. And it's just like the execution of these things doesn't work. Yeah. For I, me. I think that pitch would work if it was like a Castilian mindscape, the Godzilla. That'd be cool. Right. And I mean... Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I was hoping for. Yeah. It's just like for Godzilla, at the very least, for Godzilla not to be communicating in words, because that doesn't seem right. (laughs) Even if they got some sort of empathic accord where like she talks to him in words and like gets some sort of senses back. I I, I don't know. He says such human things in this. At one point, he like he he complains about not having the chance to have a normal life because of the mutations <laughs> like yeah. um, inflicted on him through nuclear testing. I was like, do you have a conception of a normal life? Like, yeah, what would it be like to be a normal sea iguana? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that what you want? God's? I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah, you know, he just wanted to go to the giant high school in- <laughs> <laughs> on Monster Island. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the Godzilla franchise. <laughs> Let me repeat again. It's not like the Godzilla franchise is always good or makes sense. It's I'm not trying to make that argument. Right. We're saying there's wacky shit there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but the tone of this wasn't supposed to be wacky shit. No, I don't think it was. Um, it was trying to of. be. <laughs> it was trying to be hardcore edgy. Yeah, well, they did specifically say edgy. that this is dark. If it's it's what is their first note? If it's dark, that I'm doing it right. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's darker than some Godzilla. I'll say that. Uh, um, I don't. Godzilla like kills a lot just by Godzillaing around. Some gods. Sometimes Godzilla has like a little cousin or something, a nephew named Manila, and like has to teach it to. I don't know. Um, <laughs> let's not worry about it. Okay. So that's the main thing. Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. the core things don't work for me in this fanfic and the rest of the writing is not is mostly just functional. Functional. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't want to say it's just functional. It because I I do think this writer has a decent amount of talent with description other than the fact that they tend to repeat words Frequently, they repeat words, which is a pet peeve of mine. I noticed but... some issues in the kaiju fights. And I under, like these are issues I would have. I'm not saying I can write a good kaiju fight. Mm-hmm. But it's just like the author has to use a lot of words for big. There's like paragraphs where like huge and gigantic get used multiple times. And it's like the problem is you're trying to convey this very key dai kaiju genre spectacle of massive things breaking massive other things. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to convey that in writing. And... Obviously, that I'm sure that can be done really well. I, but I, I'm saying I relate to the fact that that's a difficult thing to do. It is. And just saying that, like, oh, it's a gigantic, it's 
you know, burst of energy and like, you know, then the huge spike like hit this thing. Yeah. Like it's it's trying to do that. I think if we're talking about like the verbiage in general, the chapters were really short. Mm-hmm. And like the biggest chunks of writing was about the um, kaiju action scenes. It did kind of seem like the author was rushing through to get to those points. Now, here's one thing that I want to point out, like, since you raised that, Mm -hmm. about the publishing notes. This was clearly published originally on fanfiction.net. It wasn't reposted from anywhere else, right? The publication dates are what they are. The author started publishing this story February 16th, and the last update was March 4th. I didn't notice that until just, you know, when we started this recording. Mm, Because it sounds like this is being done. I would just assume it's like, oh, there's like a week between chapters. No, there were probably about 18 days over the course of this uh, 25-chapter story. Because there was a couple times that they mentioned double posting or posting three chapters at once. Three chapters at once at one point. Yeah. So this was a daily serial is what it was. interesting. And that very Mm -hmm. much changes the way I think about it a little bit. Yeah, I remember there was one point where the (laughs) author like literally said, I apologize that I didn't get to this update for a couple of days. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, there's this great like, there was this great Twitter thread about people reposting comments from AO3 (laughs) about people apologizing for the delays in their fanfics. And just like this crazy stuff about being like, okay, yeah, sorry I didn't get back to this story. I had given, I gave birth, you know, like three days ago and like I haven't been able to get back to it. And it's like, oh my God. <laughs> this fanfiction author and their devotion to like regular updates. Yeah. To, to no one really like other than their community, right? Like, yeah. Like nothing, they're not getting anything out of it other than like, well, like they're not getting anything monetarily. Right, I mean, they're no. getting plenty out of it right, from right, their right. community. But but I do understand the self-imposed guilt though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's very relatable. Exactly. Hashtag yeah. relatable. It's just funny <laughs> because it's like, no, you you can take a break, do what you need to. It's fine. <laughs> and obviously that's that's the way readers would always respond also. Yeah. And yet there is this like sense of like, it's I got to keep it going. And, and maybe that's also like as a writer, like if you keep that momentum, if you keep that self pressure, like I relate to the only way of getting things done being self like last minute panic. Right. And sometimes you just have to create that panic yourself. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> create your own extrinsic pressure. That's right. <laughs> create your own that's, extrinsic pressure. That's actually a brilliant well idea. Well worded. Well, I think, <laughs> talking a little personal, I think that's how I've managed to get the episodes edited in time. <laughs> I have several times where like I, I, I have several weeks to do it, but I end up doing it like the Sunday before. <laughs> I, it's come up multiple times where like I've, like during t- times when like we're busy or like we're behind on things. And I've said, well, look, it doesn't bat- matter to me if we skip a few weeks or like yeah. skip a month and like come back to it later. And Della, you've always been the one who's like, no, let's make <laughs> sure this goes out as scheduled every time. Yeah. And I, I do see the value in like that. We get it done that way. Yeah. Yeah. We wouldn't necessarily all the time. And we would be like, sorry, we missed a c- couple of releases. Uh, <laughs> I was trapped in an alternate dimension for a little bit. I just got back. And, didn't bring my computer with me, so I wasn't able to edit. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, that yeah, that that just as usual makes me have more immediate respect for the author. Yeah. Seeing the very tight time frame. It's like it's, you know, more of a uh nanorimo sort of thing where it's like, okay, keep writing, keep writing, keep writing, get yeah. it going, keep it get yeah. going, keep writing, add to it, keep writing, add more. Like then it is a planned out from the beginning sort yeah, of that completely changes the context <laughs> it's true though I, I do think the chapters are relatively short but i'm sure this author also had a lot of other stuff going on in their life oh but no doubt yeah it, it only takes like 
two or three minutes to read each chapter, if that. I don't know how long they each are. But yeah, I think you're right. I think they hammered it out because like I was going to hammer on my pet peeve of how often words are repeated the same time in a sentence, such as Mickey felt a sudden surge of mental energy surge through her. It finally landed on her top of rooftop before finally coming to a stop. A bolt of lightning shot through her, racking her with the bolt, like things like that. But again, that's just got to be one of those things where you're not doing an editing pass. You're just going and going and going. This is fanfiction.net. It's not the the community where you write a thing, you give it to your beta, your beta gives well-considered feedback, you edit it, and Mm -hmm. then you post it. Um. Well, you do find those on there, but you also well, find, right. find these. The fa- is right. It's the fan fiction, not a style, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, it, it makes me think of, you know, the, the advice that, that professional writers often give to aspiring writers. It's like, write every day. No, like, just stop thinking just, about just it. Just sit yeah. down, get words down every day. And like, that's Legit. how you learn. And in that sense, it's impressive that this author pulled together a full plot mm-hmm. in, you know, yeah. In that period, I mean, pull together right. is a slightly more generous term that yeah, might well, be able to be used, but you know, it's it has a beginning, middle, and end. That's true. Um, though I have comments about the end. <laughs> <laughs> but I think just like in general, like the, this just needed a better plotting and a, a editing pass. I think is a, what a lot of our complaints boil down to. <laughs> uh, I think it needed more than one editing, like. <laughs> It needs kind of an overhaul, like, because it's not just the details. It's yeah. some of these, like but, I said, blended yeah. tr- together tropes. Blended together. Blended? Yes. Blended together. <laughs> I'm functioning great today. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think a lot of these are just symptoms of being a um, new writer. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I also want to say this is the second work that the author did out of a lot more than two. Uh, I'm looking at their fanfiction.net profile. They mentioned it being their second Godzilla story. It appears to be their second story posted on fanfiction.net at all. And they wrote a lot of Godzilla, but they wrote some other stuff too. Seem to have been inactive as of 2010. Hmm. All right. Anything we missed about this story that you two want to go back and touch on? I mean, I, things I want to talk about, but I feel like a jerk for complaining about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely one of those ones where like, I may not be enjoying the writing, but I can't this I can't hate it because it's it's got a charming vibe and the author's clearly having fun. Oh um, yeah. And so I know what you mean, Dell. It's not like I wanna I don't wanna pick on it. I just think that maybe it does not need to be on a fanfic rec page. Yeah, I'm 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 looking at, at my notes and highlights and there's a lot of dry sarcasm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not proud of. <laughs> yeah, I think it's look well, for look, me. Godzilla's not proud of killing all those people. <laughs> I think they're a little, little proud. <laughs> For me, there's a clear line between what has promise and is interesting and has a lot of good stuff in it and what doesn't. Because like if I like sometimes I'll like something so much that I, I'll ha- only have a few comments. Sometimes I'll like something's potential and therefore have a ton of comments. But if I wanted to throw it in the trash, I wouldn't write any comments. Mm. And I read a lot of comments. I think that this, there were lots of fun parts. So, you know what? I one more thought just occurred to me. Um, the author does the fanfic, you know, thing where it's like Godzilla and all related characters and trademarks are copyright Toho, whatever. Oh, very studious about that. They also very much oh, note Jagareth and yes. its character design belong to me. And I was like, I'm when so I was reading that, I was that like, up. you know, that's really cool because for one thing, yes. <laughs> it does 
And for another thing, that's another thing that's very fanficy about Godzilla and like kaiju fandom in general is that like kaiju are so modular, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you can make a kaiju. And then it's like, this is a kaiju. Does it fit into a kaiju context? Of course it does. It's a kaiju. And now like there's another kaiju. Yeah. <laughs> Godzilla is a great vehicle for kaiju OCs. Right. Yeah. yeah. Jagrath is like an actually really cool design but the author paid a lot of attention to designing yeah i think they said they were going to upload art of it but they couldn't figure out how uh, i yeah, fanfiction uh, doesn't do that yeah I, I was like yeah they don't do that so it, it makes me, i want to see the picture yeah, I, I feel like I would, I would enjoy this in the visual media it makes me think of like the sailor moon fandom and how back in the day it was like you know sailor moon ocs right like everyone had a sailor moon oc mm -hmm. but like you're so constrained by the universe there it's like oh you have a sailor moon oc is it another sailor earth they're like, maybe. Um, but like with kaiju, it's like my kaiju is going to be, you know, a gigantic swarm of frogs <laughs> forming a winged pterodactyl. And you're like, great. That was sleeping in a volcano that came out when uh, something happened nearby. <laughs> um, that was sucked through here through a dimensional portal to an alien <laughs> yeah. planet. That was disturbed when someone... Drove a giant underground drill down there for their mad uh, which scientist was, which experiment. Which was powered by, by a new power source with a new technology. <laughs> and, I mean, well, obviously, there's like these kaiju tropes that one returns to again and yeah. again. But what I'm saying is that, like, go wild. Like, it all, this, this, this milieu <laughs> takes anything. Yeah. We, we almost had like an improv game going there. <laughs> <laughs> if I tried to make a Sailor Moon, like, new Sailor. Sailor Senshi that was a swarm of frogs with wings like I mm -hmm. think somehow the fandom like the readers might reject that yeah but mm -hmm. don't be so sure <laughs> yeah because it's not well because it doesn't feel it, you'd have to work hard to make it thematically resonant right whereas go. the theming in Godzilla is well there is theming right it's mostly lizards and lobsters and well, I don't it's, know it's well, like it's yeah. the, dinosauroids right yeah yeah, but not like, entirely. Then there's like smog monsters, and there's like robots, and then there's like flying turtles. Right. I think it would be hard to sell someone on like a humanoid kaiju, yeah. maybe. But I mean, well, that, that's the Ultraman franchise. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I think Bestial. You're right. Godzilla stays away from human-shaped things. Mm -hmm. Ultraman does not. So like, so die kaiju can accept it. Yeah, I, I think like Godzilla's the most human-shaped things in a lot of these conflicts. That's often true. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, okay. That's why you like people like Ang Anguirius, who's like so low to the ground. It's like, hey, that thing's like on all fours, and it's like still got a goofy head, but it's like <laughs> kind of a different dynamic. That you can't quite wrestle with it in the same way. Yeah. I, I really respect like practical effects stuff, creating new images. Yeah. That's fun. So we've had some complaints. Um, is Do we need any more complaints, or are we, are we fine on that too? Uh, they used the expletive Jesus shit. Four times. Oh, I noticed at least <laughs> twice. I was like, hey, when it, when it happened again, I was like, hey, they already used this. Yeah. As, like no punctuation. as like just one exclamation. Jesus shit. And like when my notes say like, oh, the hit sequel to the verse Jesus wept. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just like, not, I'm not that into that. all this Jesus shit, you know? Uh, yeah. Jesus yeah. shit. <laughs> Jesus is just shit with me. <laughs> yeah. I, I do like the, the cursing pattern of thing slash body part is interesting. I, I used to always use Jesus at the beginning of my curses. But yeah. They would be like a string of other curses. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> I do have another complaint. 
I just wanted to bring this up. Yes. I don't want to like really like drag the author through the mud here, but it's just so stand out that at the very end, this whole question of like Mickey having killed someone else and it's her father. Yeah. This is the literal last paragraph. And it's basically says, uh, Godzilla's like telling Mickey that she doesn't have to feel guilty for killing her abusive father. Um, I know when your aunt died, he took his grief out on you. I wonder how my mother would feel. Oh, this is her. Yeah, it's back and forth and it's hard to tell. When your aunt died, he took his grief out on you. Mickey, I wonder how my mother would feel knowing my dad married her sister. Which you just never knew that before. You just literally never knew. And then Godzilla goes, uh, which makes Akira your stepbrother as well as your cousin. Is that right? These human relations confuse me. Me, me too, Godzilla. <laughs> um, then... Anyway, thanks again. Like I said, I'm glad this is all over. Indeed, it is. A chapter of both of our lives is now closed, Mickey. And perhaps for both of us, the ending is a new beginning. But like, that's literally... And then it's the end. So and you're getting this nothing, huge reveal about anything. her life, yeah. which also has nothing to do with anything. Like, the fact that she killed her dad, the fact that he remarried her aunt, and that her cousin who died in the beginning was actually her stepbrother. Like, none of this... It's all right there in the last couple sentences. Yeah, and I think in in general, a lot, there's a lot of like plot points where if you list them out, they they sound weird. But normally, like in a story that that works, they've like set these things up, and there was no setup for a lot of these. Yeah, they, they felt like drastic turns. Like mm. you're reading a chapter, then all of a sudden she's psychic, and you're like, wait, what? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But like this was maybe the example of the most egregious because it comes right yeah. in the last couple sentences and yeah. it just feels like, why did you just drop that there? Which I think but, might might just be a symptom of the fact that it was a serialized daily yeah. and not yeah. thought it out. Like this, maybe they had an outline they really wanted to, they, they really wanted this to be a plot point, but they forgot to add it in and they were just like, now nah, we drop it. Yeah. In the middle of the knockdown drag out fight between Godzilla and Jagger, the same thing happens with Jagger suddenly being telekinetic. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, we got a problem. It's telekinetic. And why did it not use this now? Why did it not use those powers until now? Because we hadn't seen its final form. Because it, it was just like a mid-fight yeah. reveal. That's all. Apparently yeah. Mickey is telekinetic too, but we don't get that until she demonstrates her powers to Rebecca. And it's just okay. like this one thing where she makes a pen spin. And you're like, why wouldn't you use that for <laughs> other things? Look, come back when we have a Matilda Godzilla crossover. I will read that one. Um... <laughs> anyway, sorry. All right. Can't just say things in my. <laughs> I think I can. I think I that's what like this fanfic is talking about. Well, 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 actually, the impact? <laughs> the impact of mono. All right, so let's stop harping on the author. What are the things that we like about this fanfic? I've said before that I think the pitch of a human kaiju bond is a good one. Yeah, and there's directions that that could go. That would be really cool. Well, I, I feel like there's different Godzilla movies that have versions of that. I think they do, so, don't they? So I think it's canon. Yeah. Typical, and it's a good story. Yeah, and I mean, what I like about it is there's different ways you can go for it, and you can have like a lighter heart and more feel good thing. Yeah. You can have a more like horror kind of thing. You well, can have a like, more... like there's there is the thing about um little kid bonds with giant monsters. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's a work. It's also trope. a trope. Yeah, I think Gamera did that a lot too. Yeah. Gamera's a friend to all children. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I also think Gamera's dead in this fanfic. I think Godzilla killed him. So it goes. A jerk. <laughs> 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 I I think I I might have to not talk about the fanfic that I just 
like the fan <laughs> of oh, this. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I really enjoyed someone being in their fandom and enjoying it and picking out the favorite parts of the Godzilla that they want to put together and make the continuity. And I, I, I found that really endearing. <laughs> the vibes from the author are good. Yeah. And like, I had mm-hmm. the. I, I didn't count it out, but I think for some of the chapters, like the author's notes were longer than the chapters. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was cool. For sure. Um, like I mentioned, they spent so much time designing their monster, designing Godzilla, and then describing how they fought. Uh-huh. Like even if there were some imperfections, like the passion was there and it was really fun to read. Even Godzilla's dialogue, which I will admit doesn't feel like something Godzilla would say, was really funny. Like there's one point where he's in Miki's head in a classroom and the teacher is talking about how big do you think Godzilla's brain would be? And Mickey's like, well, pretty big. And the teacher's like, no, it was smaller than a walnut. And Godzilla in her head is like, what? What? What is wrong with humans? Right. Are, like the best, the best theories of like, right, kaiju researchers. Exactly. Yeah. Is, yeah, I, I see that now, Tori. It's kind of like Detective Pikachu, where part of the pleasure is seeing Ryan Reynolds' voice coming out of Pikachu, which is yeah. like a... I, like a a discordance, what do you call it? Yeah. So, like, this fanfic, just imagining Ryan Reynolds voicing Godzilla, <laughs> makes it more palatable to me suddenly. And it's like, why, why is totally that right? <laughs> no, and Godzilla's just going, shut up, whatever, Mickey exactly. says something dumb. Like, I actually thought, even though I was like, it feels discordant with the other things that it's going for, as a comedy, this is perfect. Like, I really kind of did love that. Yeah, if only it fit the themes of the stuff. Right. right. Yeah. With the murder and drug you oh god yeah well like, they, they'd wanted to write about difficult stuff but i don't think this author had a the grip or depth to handle those things they were just trying yeah. to use them yeah. like we said i think they might have been fairly yeah. young i yeah. don't know but um i also think the author has some really good i thought chapter 24 the second to last chapter which is basically the climax the the fight was actually really well written that whole time i was like what did you do yeah you like figured it out like <laughs> I don't know. So they obviously have writing chops. They just uh, needed a chance to pull it all together. Yeah. If I was a little bit more, you know, uh, invested, I might like read their later stuff. To, it would be fun to see how, how they changed. Yeah. Also, if they were 15 when they wrote this, I'm not saying they were, but I would like to see what they do at 30. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. And and I noticed that too later on with the the fight. I don't think it was necessarily this chapter, Tori. But, like, after a whole bunch of, like, fighting and stabbing and shooting blasts of electricity and shooting blasts of, like, atomic breath and such, there's a part where, like, in one of the fights, Jagreth knocks Godzilla back or tries to push Godzilla back telekinetically. And Godzilla, like, braces himself using buildings with, like, its, you know, claws gripping into <laughs> them as sort of like a brace. And I was like, whoa. I, I, I was kind of taken aback reading. I was like, oh, that's actually kind of a cool mental image. Yeah. Like, suddenly some interesting things are happening in the blocking of the fights that weren't happening before. And I, I I did kind of notice that as well. Yeah, they had some good ideas. It's just like half the time they're like, Jaeger is shot up and Godzilla shot sideways. Then Jaeger is shot down. It was huge. <laughs> yeah. But when they do have it, they have it. So yeah. You know they can do it. All right. And they did it. And we also did this episode <laughs> of our podcast. Woo. It was huge. <laughs> <laughs> Enormous. The kaiju of podcast. <laughs> This was episode 145 of Retro Fanfic Retrospective, Godzilla vs. Jagareth by Zilla91. 
It was posted on fanfiction.net over the course of, I believe, less than three weeks, and we will provide a link there in the show notes. The intro song to the podcast is The Weekly Fair off of the album Popey's Incredible Adventure by Komiku. The outro song is Run Against the Universe from the same album. You can find that album at other works by Komiku at loyaltyfreakmusic.com. Our podcast is edited by Della Davis, who, I mean, you know, not all fanfics are edited, but every episode of this is edited. <laughs> for better, for worse. Of course, before <laughs> final editing, we are going to have to send this episode to our beta. Which I, is I, I guess Della? it's also Della. That's yeah. 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 No, you're right. No, I, I listened to a version of this while playing Civ Six. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can find our website at retrofanficretrospective.podbean.com or bit.ly slash retrofanfic. And if you have questions, comments, or thoughts about the episode, you can contact us on Twitter at Retrofanfic, Facebook at Retrofanfic, send us an email at retrofanficretrospective at gmail.com, or you could leave comments or reviews on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast service you use to listen to us. I'm Amato. I'm Tori. I'm Della. We're just three very small Earth life forms trying to be nice to each other. Until next time, take care. <laughs> Very small earth life. I want, I want oh, to yeah. have a kaiju form. I think my, my Sailor Moon OC is someone launches an artificial satellite in the air and it orbits and then becomes the sailor of that. <laughs> can, this, can the sailor be a robot? <gasps> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Also, if like all heavenly bodies get sailor senses, does that mean there's like a sailor mirror? <laughs> I mean, look. Definitely. But probably. <laughs> um, okay, you can hit stop.